like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have David Weinberg on the line. He is the founder and CEO over at Advanced Care. Uh, David, welcome to the show. Great. Hi, how are you, Adam? Um, Fantastic, and I'm excited to get into a little bit more about what you're doing over at Advanced Care. Um, I mentioned to you I've been interviewing quite a few people in various um, um, levels and areas in the healthcare field and supply and all around the board, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to get into your story. Um, before we do that, though, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business? Well, basically, I was in, uh, I was in uh, dental school, and I left that. And then I went to work in a headhunting firm for a year. And then from there, I went into the uh, medical supply business, supplying nursing homes for uh, close to three years. I worked for one of the uh, largest companies in, in the country. And uh, from there, I decided to start off my own my own business, basically, doing uh, home care supplies. So home care, home care supplies, a lot of these things, um, really hot topics, and I, and I want to get into that. But before we do that, let's get in. If you were to, like, give that, I mean, you're many years into your business, obviously, so you've been, um, you know, uh, almost 30 years or over 30 years in that business. If you were to kind of give that David advice, if you could go with the benefit of hindsight, what kind of advice would you give him in starting, like, his first business? Well, basically, try find a business that you enjoy. Try find a business that you uh, can build up. Try find a business that you can um, uh, uh, make money, make profit, and try find a business that you can, uh, you know, afford to sustain something that you can uh, afford to raise the money to keep it going and not to go belly up. Yeah, a big deal. I mean, cash flow and being able to um, maintain that that long term vision. Those are, I mean, all big big deals. Um, without that, I mean, I think a lot of entrepreneurs or would be entrepreneurs really um, really take some of that for granted. Uh, so, if you were to let, let let's switch it up a bit. I want to know a little bit more about what you're doing currently at Advanced Care. So, what kind of uh, clients are you helping, and what kind of things are you helping them with? Sure. So basically, we're servicing the New York metro area. We're servicing basically people who are living at home, and we're providing them with uh, medical supplies such as uh, diapers, walkers, wheelchairs, hospital beds, stuff that they need at home that is covered generally by their insurance. Any trends you're noticing just in home care in general? Well, what we're seeing basically is a cycle, which I believe is in most business cycles. Mm -hmm. And and in terms of the durable medical equipment cycle, we're finding that the uh, the government uh, 30 years ago wasn't really that focused on our space and therefore mm -hmm. was allowing us to make quite a bit of profit. And uh, the government now has decided to put this into a bidding situation, and we've seen the prices come down dramatically to such an extent where they've taken not only most of the fat off, but even some of the muscle. They made it uh, extremely difficult uh, for people to uh, stay in business and to make a profit. 
What do you think that looks like for the for the for the industry overall long term? Just curious. Are they kind? Of, you think they're gutting it like overall intentionally or? I I wouldn't say it's intentional. I would say that there's a problem in in this industry. Unfortunately, there are many people who are 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 so to speak uh, bad people who should not be in the industry, and and those people are are doing things in in a fraudulent manner. And what the government generally does, in my opinion, is is they allow those people to um, uh, so to speak steal money for a long time, and they come back and they and they they take them out of the business, but then they use those bad people as an excuse for those of us who are honest and trying to do the right thing, they then penalize us and they, and they, they, they just re- reduce the prices uh, dramatically. And because insurance covers a lot of this stuff, um, it's kind of really dependent on like, that's a big deal, right? Yeah. So what, what, what you find is that the uh, quality of the goods and the services, uh, people try very hard, but the quality due to the reimbursement, the quality is just not what it used to be. I'll give you an example. Someone who's very uh, overweight, uh, what we call a bariatric patient who needs a very nice specialized wheelchair, in the olden days, they used to pay $4,000 for that wheelchair. Now, the government uh, pays only, let's say, $1,000 for the same wheelchair. So the manufacturer makes a wheelchair that supposedly will will hold up the weight and will 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 be good but that wheelchair tends to break down after a year or so cuz a $4000 wheelchair is not made as well as a $1000 wheelchair and we find that across the board that uh, equipment that used to last used to be a regular wheelchair would last 10 or 20 years we find they break down over the course of one or two years now cuz it's really so to speak an inferior product compared to the way, way it used to be it, it meets minimum standards Mm-hmm. But 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 just barely, just barely. Wow. And so um, and so and so the public, I believe, is is getting is suffering because of that, and is getting a uh, less of a service than what they used to get. Uh, another example uh, in terms of oxygen, home oxygen used to be if someone was sick and wanted to have portable cylinders that last a couple of hours, they could get 90 cylinders a month, 100 cylinders a month. Many companies now are only giving out five or ten cylinders a month. They're just limit, limiting the amount of cylinders due to the reimbursement levels. Oh, wow. So what do you think this looks like going forward? Do you think there maybe some things are going to change, or do you think it's going to be pretty status quo? Well, things are changing. What, things are changing. What, what, what's happening is the, the small mom and pops are, are closing down. Mm. The uh, big national co- uh, companies are coming in. And uh, they have tremendous buying power, so they're able to sometimes buy buy products, and that and that they are taking over, and 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 a lot of times because these companies are so big, they're they're not able to provide the same uh, personalized uh, experience. So that if someone wants something done on a Saturday, they get to stay home and wait until delivery comes the following Monday, because the big guys are just going to say you have to wait, as opposed to a small local guy who came by. Saturday afternoon and, and, and make things uh, happen. Mm, I get it. So then the quality of uh, of service definitely for the patient overall. And I can see how the, all of that would happen. Um, wow. Uh, so that that that's definitely shaking up. So it's basically almost like the Walmartization of the medical supply industry. Yes. Would you argue that's pretty much what's happening? Yeah, I would say there used to be roughly. 20,000 suppliers in the country, and, and now there may be only, let's say, 10,000 suppliers. 
What you'll find also is that there are new suppliers who are opening up coming into the business because the population is growing, and these new businesses are focusing on 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 getting paid uh, on what we call private pay. They'll say, listen, we don't take your insurance, so if you want to get your insurance, go to the big Walmart guy. If you want your supplies now, then pay cash for it, and we'll supply it to you right away through through private pay cash. Oh, got it. So that's that's really the alternative then. Yes, yes. No, that if, makes if, a if lot you, of sense. Yeah, if you want a high-quality product that, you know, again, they used to spend, let's say, $6,000 for oxygen over five years, and they don't reimburse the fourth and fifth year. Now they only they only pay, let's say, $3,000 over five years. And if you want a battery-operated portable concentrator, a lot of companies will say, well, it's not covered through your insurance. But if you want a battery-operated portable concentrator, you can buy one for $3,000 cash. And that's what's happening. People are buying things that we used to give out through the insurance and we no longer do or we no longer can afford to. Hmm, that makes perfect sense. Um, no, that's, that's, that's interesting to hear how, it, how uh, an industry is completely being changed pretty quickly from 10,000 or from 20,000 to 10,000. Um, yes. Not over that. Wow, that's, that's something else. <laughs> um, so what do, you, what do you think it's going to look like going forward? I'm just curious. Well, I think you're going to see a lot of uh, large private pay stores open up where you walk in and there'll be beautiful stores uh, similar to, to other retail stores focusing mm. on, on geriatric supplies. And um, and I think when it comes to insurance, you're going to have companies that may be far away that, that are very large that, that will make you wait sometimes five or ten days for a delivery if you go through the insurance. Mm, I got it. Um, so, David, if anybody wants to learn a little bit more about advanced care, um, what's the best route for them to do it? Well, if they want to learn about advanced care, they can uh, they can call our phone number, which is uh, 718-473-9000, or uh, they, they can call my, my cell number, 516-510-7096. And uh, we basically have uh, close to 50 employees. And um, we're we're open, you know, five days a week, and we we provide service uh, uh, sometimes uh, seven days a week, depending upon the emergency. We we do make some deliveries on the weekends as well. That's awesome, David. Um, well, hey, I really appreciate you uh, you coming on the show and giving us some more of your background and also, you know, what's going on in the medical supply field. I mean, super interesting stuff on how an industry is completely changing. Um, so thank you for that. And to the listeners, as always, thank you for uh, tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, David, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.